What's going on? This is episode two of the Wall Street Poppy podcast with your host, Wall Street Poppy. So yeah, this one is pretty cool. This concept known as the rat race, you've heard this, I'm sure, many times before. It's nothing new, but I break out some cool concepts, cool ideas, and really want to share it with you all. So typically how it works here in, in America is um, when we graduate high school, we all typically go get a job or start a degree right we go to university get a major and eventually start our our journey in the the workforce right get a a good paying job and and so on and so forth right so this is something that i want to like break down and and really dissect it and show you guys my perspective of it right so typically the way i see it and how it works in the real world is someone gets their first first job right they're pumped they're making a shit ton of money, right? They're, this is the first time they've ever made any money or maybe this is like their first career job. So they are super excited about it and they now upgrade their lifestyle and they are super happy. Typically what happens is this is a happiness that slowly starts to decline. As months progress, maybe half a year, a year, a year and a half, it slowly starts to diminish a little bit. And the reason being is that you start to justify that you deserve more money, you wanna upgrade your lifestyle a little bit, or you say you've been doing more work and gain more responsibilities, so it's only right that you make more. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I just wanna kinda show you the pattern that happens, right? So once you get into this loop, you typically have two scenarios, right? Either you make the same amount or you get a raise. So when you get that raise, you are now back in an increase in happiness, spike in dopamine, you are now justifying all the extra things you're buying or you just think you're happier because you make more. So now this process continues, right? And there's different alternate scenarios. So you could stay at that same job and then you'll continuously go through that same cycle in that in that world. The second scenario is you get a new job and they pay you more and it's pretty much the same concept. Or the third one is you opt out of that race that you're in right so i'll explain that a little bit further but before i get into the whole bulk of the story and the concepts i just want to clarify that i am not shitting on nine to five jobs i have a nine to five job i'm very grateful for it just want to shed some light on different concepts right and also be empathetic to the people that can't afford to not work the job they're in right they are in a scenario that they they're really like just stuck or they live in a third world country a communist country where their options are very limited so i really empathize with those people this concept kind of relates to what's known as level four individuals which is a concept that mark manson describes in life is a game article that he wrote which i highly recommend it's super fire and he um He breaks down life in four different categories. Level one is have food and shelter. That's it. That is pretty much everyone that is not homeless. So once you've passed this level, you are now at level two. Level two is effectively having a place where you are not constantly in danger. So not living in a really bad neighborhood where there's a lot of, you know, violence or living in a war zone. For most of my audience, 
we're probably not in that level as well. Level three is finding your tribe and your people. So having good friends, good family, and really having that solid um, community around you is, is super important. So typically, if, you, if you've checked off all those boxes and congratulations, you are a level four individual and your objective right now is pretty much is do something that's valuable and important to you and to your tribe. So level four, this is maybe most of you and it's, it's really asking the question, what do you want most out of life, right? Um, Tim Ferriss talks about this in his book. If you are an individual that loves surfing and you are the happiest and most fulfilled individual surfing 25 plus hours a week, then why would you not try your best effort to kind of get to that point, right? Most people would typically say, I will go surf on Saturday or wait for a vacation. Tim Ferriss says, why not just do it all the time? And um, I, I kind of agree with the concept. I feel like you could maneuver your way and and get to a point where you're just doing what fulfills you every day rather than just waiting for the weekend or a vacation. I think one of the main logics that people have is that they'll say, oh, if I get this next high paying job, I could do X number of things and eventually get to that point, right? And maybe they're right. This one throws the reverse Uno card and says, if you factor in weekends and vacations, into the equation you still have 70 percent of your life that's like unaccounted for so like if 70 percent of the time you're not doing what fulfills you then you have to ask yourself is that like something you want on the topic of four hour work week with tim ferris he has this um anecdote or story that he breaks down something called relative income versus absolute income and this concept is is very powerful right so he compares two scenarios one individual makes 40,000, the other one makes 100,000. Typically, we would all say the person that's making 100,000 is way better off, but he goes a step further. He then says, the person that is making 40,000 only works 10 hours a week, and the person that makes 100,000 works 100 hours a week. Well, now when you take time into consideration, and we're talking about relative income, we know that the person that's making 40,000 is much more better off because he has way more time on his head. And once you understand time is the most valuable currency, you will begin to realize why um, I'm preaching and talking about this uh, concept. We pretty much understand that time is the ultimate currency. We know we cannot keep working and trading our hours for more money to get wealthy. It's not gonna work even if you are a high paying individual, a lawyer, a doctor, most of these individuals get wealthy by having ownership in some sort of asset that generates income. Without ownership in stocks, real estate, crypto, some sort of business, you would forever have to trade your time for money, which is not what you wanna do. At a certain point, you wanna start having different ways to make money while you're sleeping and doing random shit. You look at Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, Warren Buffett, they all got extraordinarily wealthy through ownership in stock of their company. They built a business, a service, a product. They were able to make it public and they issued fractions or percentage of their business to individuals and those individuals paid a very high price to own a fraction of that. And that's how they all get extremely wealthy. With relative income in mind and with the new generation of technology, 
I kind of I talked about on the on the blog post that I said if you have a strong Wi-Fi connection then you could make infinite amount of money on the internet I've um, I've come to realize that it's really just kind of a mindset thing you have to as cliche as it sounds you have to believe that you could actually monetize and and make money on the internet right so what I think messes people up or at least what I believe my thesis is people base their reality off what's around them so if you've seen that no one around you has made money off the internet then you start to assume or think that that is what actually happens outside of your bubble right so it's always important to question your bubble question your beliefs your reality and test your thesis and see if it's true or not and um yeah when i was around 22 23 years old i had started a drop shipping business and at first when i started it i um i was kind of skeptical about it i had seen that people had made a shit ton of money off it on youtube videos and maybe some of them are fake um but either way i still i still tried it out and i was doing it for like i think it was like a year and a year and a half and started started making money off it but um once it worked i was kind of surprised and i was freaking pumped because i was now able to generate income when i wasn't working so obviously there was a lot of sweat equity into it i had worked a ton of hours that i made zero dollars and zero cents for a number of months but once you have that machine running and you're starting to make money passively so the example in mind i had a drop shipping bucket hat store and i saw on google trends that there was a lot of demand for this product in australia and new zealand for kids that were in their teens and early 20s and um since i lived in miami all of my sales were pretty much happening at nighttime so i was legit waking up to seven or eight orders in one day and um it wasn't like crazy money that I made. It was probably like 10 grand over the span of like five to six months. And then it was like 30% profit margin. But either way, it was still eye-opening to see that this shit could actually work for real. So now that we've talked about all these concepts, I've given you these anecdotes, I wanna just leave you guys always with practical things, right? No book, no blog, no podcast is going to give you more value than you actually getting after it and putting in the work on a specific idea or business. If you wanna learn about marketing, cool, you could read a book about it or you could start working on marketing. You could start making videos, making content and really learning like that. That's the most information rich source is pretty much getting after it. It's kind of, it's paraphrasing Tom Bilyeu. Um, he says it way cooler than I do, but yeah. You have to experience and fail and fail and fail and learn from those failures and constantly be able to adapt and make those adjustments. If you're not making those adjustments and you're doing the same thing every day, then there's not going to be any growth. So typically, if you are failing, seeing what you failed at and improving, then that's a a W. And then lastly here, I listed out a ton of different ways to make money on the internet just to have something that's practical i'll give you a bunch of like theories and philosophies so i'm gonna read them off to you so first one is freelancing right so freelancing 
if you've heard of websites like Upwork, you could apply for different types of jobs. It could be as simple as data entry, programming, coding, and getting those, those what I call gigs. And those are cool. You could probably actually make good money and you could work remotely and work your own schedule, right? The only thing I would mention though, right? And it kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier, you will never get wealthy by exchanging your time for money. So if your plan is to freelance and do work on Fiverr Upwork, you have to realize that it is capped to the amount of hours you could work. And um, ideally it would be on something you like to do, right? If you get fulfillment from making videos for different agencies and companies, then you've already won, right? So just keep that in mind. Second one, selling products online. So this ties to drop shipping or just having your own store, selling products on Amazon, eBay, having your own website. These are all very good things to know. Starting it is always a hard part for everything. Learn how to market the product, product description, how does shipping work? What is the best way to ship products? Storage of products in um, third-party facilities. Those are all important lessons that you'll only learn by actually doing. Affiliate marketing. This is typically what happens with a lot of smaller companies. They use the term known as brand ambassador programs. So the brand ambassador will market products for other companies and if individuals buy from that brand ambassador using their promo code, the brand ambassador earns a percentage of the profit, right? So this concept is actually a very powerful one. I love the idea of affiliate marketing. It is definitely a good one to do affiliate marketing for a ton of different products. And also in the reverse, having your own business and doing affiliate marketing is a very powerful way for marketing in itself. Content creation, so creating content on TikTok, Instagram, there's a lot of different ways to, to monetize off it. If you think of yourself as a TV or a distribution, like a channel, then you are in a good space. You are gonna get a lot of companies that are going to wanna put their products in your videos, and that is one form of, of income in just that, right? So think of it as a TV. Um, then lastly, just online tutoring. That's definitely a good one that pays well. Uh, but once again, if you could get maybe five tutors under you and make a business out of it, it's even better. Um, blogging. Blogging is similar to the distribution for content creation, advertising, sponsored posts, affiliate marketing. Um, it, it's all really just distribution. And then the last one here is investing. So stocks crypto i've been super big on and, and still am to be honest and um yeah it's, it's a good way for passive income and it's something that you really don't have to put too much time into it if you're investing in etfs and it will help you out a lot in defeating inflation on fiat currencies but that's just my personal opinion not financial advice um but yeah guys get after it get off the pod start your own hustle start your own business, jot down what you want to do. It may not necessarily be that you want your own business. Maybe you're extremely fulfilled in your job and that's great. It's just posing the question as to what makes you fulfilled, right? So chase fulfillment, think outside the box, get after it. Have a good day, guys. Peace.